Ramble. What is up, Tripod Nation? Hello, good morning. You got Zachary in the Miles Gremlin chair. If anything sounds bad today, it's my fault. Life is good. What's up, Ned? Good morning. I'm here. Good morning. How you doing, Zach? Dude, I'm feeling good. I'm a little stressed out. Uh, I, I, There's I, a lot of dials on that. We have a, a lot of ones and twos. <laughs> we have a new podcast set up, and it's so unbelievably convoluted. And I think that Miles just made it this way. So that no one could steal his job. No, yeah, so that he's irreplaceable. Yeah. But Miles is out. Keith is out. Eugene is out. Everyone's on vacation. It's summer. It's true. And I actually, I'm leaving town tomorrow. So you're <laughs> lucky you have me. Yeah. And it's really just me holding down the fort. I, everyone, I don't understand why we don't uh, coordinate our vacations more because everyone's gone. And yeah. it's not like I can do anything. I told you you should have just gone to Spain. Well, yeah. Well, it's not that easy. Well, you know. Sometimes. I mean, <laughs> it could be. could be. Uh, so, but yeah, I coordinated my vacation because I knew Keith was going to be out for two weeks. He's going to a wedding in Greece. If you saw on Instagram, he rode a jet ski for the first time. He was terrified. Mm-hmm. He was so mad. Uh, mad? Yeah, well, I think we talked about this, but he, he really did not want to do it and oh. was really upset about everyone insisting that he should do it. Uh, wow. But then he did it, and then uh, it seems like he his worst dreams came true is that he it like hurt him. He was stressed out the whole time. Mm-hmm. We'll I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. We'll find out. I'm one of the people that it's like, you should do it. Yeah, obviously but you should do obviously it. Obviously, you shouldn't do it if it's a choppy day. I don't know, man. It's better if you do it on a nice, tranquil water. Was he in the like ocean? I, I You know what? I'm Is telling a story about Keith. I have no idea. Anyways, it's about us. Today. It's about us. It's about us. But we didn't want to just give you an episode with just us, because how fun are me and Ned really alone? Not that fun. We would talk about fantasy football. No the one whole wants time. that. Nobody no one wants, wants that. that. So please welcome to the studio, Zoe. Hello. Uh, Zoe, you guys don't know, but you know her work. She has worked with us on basically any of our smart videos on the Try Guys mm-hmm. channel. Anything that required research, uh, the incredible uh, anti AAPI violence documentary. Uh, what, what else the have you The Biden done? video. The yeah. Biden video. Uh-huh. Um, the inimitable world changing Keith Pokemon adventure video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Keith reviews 2021. And also the time you guys interviewed Fauci, which was so cool mm-hmm. and so amazing. I was so, so honored to be part of that. We should talk about that. So, uh, what, what, what do you do? I am a writer and producer. Um, and I am currently the news producer for Full Frontal with Samantha B. Which is so cool. We is, love that show. I, it's a great show. I love I love my job. It's really cool. Um, and I started working with you guys because I legit couldn't sleep one night. And I sent you guys an email at like three in the morning. And I was like, hey, um, I remember because uh, I've like seen all your videos. And I was like, Zach said in this one video that you guys don't have a research department anymore. Um <laughs> Hi, this is me. Uh, do you want one? And we and immediately were like, yeah. I was so shocked because you guys got back to me within six hours. And I was like, this is never happening. This is like a 4 a.m., you know, like fever dream, like just stop it. Um, but you guys got back to me and we did like the Biden videos and like all that. And it's been so incredible working with you guys. It's 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 been so much fun. So just to be clear, you have a full time job yep. that is a very demanding full time job. Yep. For a real TV show. This uh, is a real TV show. Well, we're, we're a real internet show. <laughs> uh, but like, it is not a small task, the stuff you do. I want to hear about working with Sam B. But like, then you also just, as a side hustle, then stay up late and research for us sometimes. Yeah, because it's fun. Because <laughs> I like to like, my whole job is like, 
being a know-it-all and that fits in so well with my personality just like being really really like my whole job is just being like well actually like that's like the person in the room is like actually it's not 21,000 it's 2,800 like whatever um and it fits in really well with what I do and that's what I do for the show basically so um for example um they'll I'll either pitch a topic or someone else will pitch a topic it'll get assigned out and I'll be the researcher on it and I'll basically my job is to create a research packet um for the writers which is like 12 to 15 pages of like all relevant information that they would need all sources but and on we're top talking of that, 12 to 15 pages dense. single space yeah. not oh. fussing with no. the margins dense. No. this is this yeah. is like you, you guys got some of that not yeah. your 12.5 <laughs> times new roman no. No, yeah. 2.1 no, like spacing margins. per line yeah, yeah, no, I can't imagine trick. you ever did that Ned you're you Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. I had to cut down my yes. writing to fit the word limits I was the in same high way. school. We're all fucking do I do the same thing. Yeah, no, it's very much cut down the writing because they're like, do we need all of it? I'm like, well, it's important. Um, but basically, the other thing I do is I, I learn everything about it so that when they have questions, yeah. I can just answer them. And so I just read a lot and I read a lot of information very quickly. And sometimes we have to do it very, um, like for an act one, it's topical. So something that happened earlier today is oh, what wow. we're talking about. Yeah, that's happened Crazy. a few times, especially during the last so administration. It's mostly deep dives, but sometimes it's yes. just the like act, week of act super ones or week stuff. of stuff. And wow. that's just us like really just reading day of day before making sure everything is correct. And it's and it's very, it's the kind of work where I'm, we, we always joke where it's like nobody but us is going to care. Because like we make same change from saying from most to many if it's less than 50%. And it's like a, a minor wow. language thing. Because it's not most if it's not, if it's not over 50%. So so we're like, oh, it's only 47%. Can we just say many? And, that's and very but it's like, But that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah if it's not over 50%, so it's stuff not like most. that where I don't think anyone would Twitter shame us or anything but it's just like me and a bunch of nerds like who you know who are other researchers just going like oh man no no that's not correct okay so many we're uh, so what is pause the, you there yeah because the there's Twitter so much clap back like when you're know it all um i'm not on like i'm not on social media oh, okay. so that's why so i think smart. i think the clap back yeah that's it's really smart. yeah that's um when i remember when we did the fauci video there were so many comments that were just inaccurate and I was talking to Rachel and I was like it is taking all my willpower not to <laughs> not to comment with a research paper right now and she's like don't do it don't do it and I was like but but it's so wrong oh my God, if we had a they don't even what are they talking about no a, a fact checker for our YouTube comments oh, wow. what a dream that would be, be full time just everyone man. starts with well actually yeah, yeah exactly and then well, it's a I would love to do that if you ever guys wanted to like do for one of those videos because the Fauci one literally I was like like literally Literally Should we make Rachel. a video called fact checking our YouTube comments? Because that's pretty fun. That's kind of fun. I'm on board with that. Yeah. You know what I love? So, so going back to what you're talking about, about your process like and, and what your job is, there's this misconception that smart people just know more, which is often true. But really, the smartest people just research. They yeah. just read. Absolutely. I, it's I, our being buddy, curious. Yeah. Our buddy, Hank Green, who has become like TikTok's de facto researcher, hmm. he openly says like, I don't know yeah. things. I just, you ask me questions, I look it up, I tell you. And also, he knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I, I just think that's so funny. Like, anyone can know things. Absolutely. You just have to have a curiosity and, and a... That's the thing about like the internet and Google. And like, it's just, it was such a perfect thing for me because like, you know, it's in the last 10, 20 years, right? So it was like, wait, you have a magic box that has all the knowledge of humankind <laughs> and I can ask it. And I am one of those people, like anytime I have a random question about anything, like you can tell what my brain is like by going through my Google history wow. and stuff like, you know, you know, uh, why do mice, you know, are bigger than rats or like smaller, like, you know, stuff like just random. Why are rats, why are mice 
Well, mice are smaller than rats, and they're altricial rodents. So it means that they're born (laughs) blind and deaf. And then do they They, they eventually learn how to hear? Yeah, so that's one of... um, Years and years back, I did a thesis on uh, on like mice population. No, you did not. You did a thesis on well, mice. Well, co- yeah, for college for my for my major because uh, I'm spent a science a, background. A year plus thinking about mice. Yeah, I think ah. about how mice are born <laughs> and how their parents communicate with them, and if they're born deaf, um, that like the them crying, right? They can't hear themselves crying, but the parent responds. So like trying to figure out like a, the language of those animals and wow. rodents and stuff. Is it all about, is the conclusion hugs? The conclusion was that um, the more the animal cries, the frequency of the cries, that's when the parent reacts. So hey, it's like, there's like a certain threshold. True. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Can confirm. I know, it's like I needed a year to um, let you know that when the baby <laughs> cries, the, the parent responds. It turns out yeah. when a baby cries Yeah, it's more, annoying. Yeah, the, the more annoying it is. Yeah, faster. <laughs> There was um so so thinking about the research documents that you got us. There was one time I I had her fact check a video for us and the thoroughness of it. There was a line where it was like we're here at this studio in West Hollywood and there was one line address is this can confirm zoned in West Hollywood. I'm like wow. yeah we didn't need you to fact check that part. No but. that's we <laughs> fact check everything. So I always tell when someone asks me like how do you do the job? It's like think you're an alien who's only read about planet Earth. And we check everything because there's so many times I'm like, I am sure I know this. I'm sure I know everything about this. And it's in exact language because when I looked it up for something I was sure of, I found something. Wow. It happens all the time. So I always say check literally everything, including stuff you know for sure is correct. Did you ever remember a time when you didn't check something yes. and then it went on air yeah. and you got like so I have one for I have it. one yeah I, one I mean and I don't know if I want to yeah no it's like one mistake. no it's literally one and never again and I was it's just um uh, it's, 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 it's my shame to carry. I'll, I'll, yeah. So what happened was that this was, um, we did a show we had a joke about BTS. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. no, you're talking Zach's language. Don't fuck up about BTS. Yeah, I know, I know. So what happened was, um, um, so one of the things that I do, um, is I check all the graphics. So I make sure that the graphics department is completely accurate. Like same thing I've done for you guys, like mm-hmm. check the graphics, make sure everything is accurate. So in this particular graphic, um, the joke was, can you imagine BTS without Rap Monster, right? And then you take Rap Monster out of the lineup, but we accidentally took Jimin out of the oh, lineup. Fuck. Oh, don't you no. dare. Oh, no. And it was, oh, my God. It, it was my responsibility. That is... I know. I did check it. Honestly, that is like the yeah, one of the worst things you It's one do. of the worst oh, things. No. Um, the Army was very nice to us, I want to say. Uh-huh. Thank you for... But that was like my big... And I was in so much trouble the next day. <laughs> oh, no. the, I'm like, do you know how terrifying it is to like wake up and see like five missed calls from an executive producer? Like, the, And I'm like, oh, shit, no. You could have chosen any fandom in I the know. world. No, no, and no. you it's, went it's, up against... Inadvertently against yeah, this is why you don't hear about like when I piss off the Looney Tunes crowd because like it didn't it didn't come up. <laughs> can I can I pause real quick to make this about me for a second? Oh yeah, sure. So as you guys know, and as you may know, uh, I have a little love affair going on with the BTS mm. army, the BTS yeah. fandom. It's been very fun. I believe I, you are the Jimin. Y- y- yes, yeah, it's, as is obvious yeah. to everyone. That's who why listens. I can't see you very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took you took me out. Um, uh, there have been news articles written about me in different uh, K-pop fandoms and most recently Koreaboo, which Ooh, is uh, one of the, the top Korean uh, and K-pop, uh, uh, I don't know, magazine. Publications. Publications thank you. Report. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> 2.1 million followers on Twitter. So right. they're a big deal. And uh, they wrote a full article about uh, the cake that I made in Without a Recipe for BTS. But oh. it's so funny seeing a news article 
that that has quotes from me about my love, like th right. dumb things that I say in videos like, taken yeah. as actual news quotes. No way. So yeah. just the stuff that you're spouting off the top of your head in yeah. videos yeah. is then like a paragraph mm -hmm. of text yeah. in an article so as fun. if this is like Newsworthy. your quote to yeah. the world. The one that really blew my mind is that when we were baking, I yeah, I think someone helped me and I said teamwork is makes the dream teamwork. work, which is a pretty common mm -hmm. phrase. But apparently BTS tweeted that once. And I did I'm gonna go ahead and on record and say I did not know that. But the article took it as as my true BTS fandom oh, wow. shining through. Oh, and they're like, wow. he is true army. Look at him knowing this deep cut. And I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving every second of this. <laughs> it's a real, real joy. So Army, that's, if you're out there, I want to say thank you. I've, I've been, I'm loving this, uh, this love affair that we're having and I want to keep it going. That's great. Yeah, that's why it's so great when um, they don't contact you and you're like, yeah, no, I am that brilliant. You're right. Because <laughs> I feel like if you, it's like if they, they've done an interview, I'm like, oh, no, no. Okay, it is so awkward and painful watching what you speak in conversations in text form. We've done PR interviews oh, God where forbid basically this the goes same in an article. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like you think you're the smartest youth person in the world. You think you said something eloquent and beautiful, but then you look at it written out, and there's yeah. all these filler words, yeah. um, um, like uh, well, kind of, you know, and it's sort of like it <sighs> so bad. It's so painful to look at it written out because mm -hmm. it doesn't mean anything no and yeah. also like when just like as a writer when you're talking and when you're writing it's two very distinct languages um and when you're writing a script everyone's got a rhythm to how they speak so you have to make sure to copy that rhythm of like how they do stuff we found oh. that on the on the other what end of the spectrum when we had to read our audiobook out loud mm. I, I thought it read very well on the page but there were some things where i would read out and i'm like this is not how people talk how am mm -hmm. i supposed to deliver this line this is weird this yeah. sounds stupid it's absolutely a different thing talking and writing it's 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 a different animal wait tell me more about trying to write for someone's rhythm how do you do that so um you have to it comes with practice but you basically pick it up how everyone talks if you listen close enough there's a pattern there's mm. always a cadence and a pattern to how they talk and that gives that's what gives them a distinct personality on the script <gasps> what a lot of writers do is that they don't think about that mm -hmm. and they'll just write and so when you're reading it everyone kind of sounds the same uh, but if screenwriting you, mistake 101 everyone has yeah, the same exactly, voice exactly screenwriting mistake 101 but everyone's got a distinct pattern and if you have a character in your mind that speaks a certain way you just got to switch voices when you do it and you'll mm. notice that they say different things in different ways and also when you write it there's like different emphasis and pauses and things and that helps like you know when you're writing a screenplay the actor um but yeah, that's that's everyone's got a different rhythm and you can mimic someone's rhythm. Like I feel like I kind of tried to mimic John Oliver a little bit with the Keith uh, 2021 year yeah, in review yeah. video. And because and that's like kind of what we were going for. Um, but he's got a very distinct way of talking and 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 his writers know that like the way mm. he punctuates and the way he he says things. It's you can hear his voice on the page. So your job is not just knowing everything, but you, yeah, I mean, it really is researcher and writer. It's such a unique combination of talents and skills. And Thank I imagine you. that job did not exist uh, uh, 15 years ago. Yeah, no, it's like a Daily Show, John Oliver, like, yeah, yeah kind I mean, of thing. Before yeah. Daily Show, it didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Even after Daily Show, only one person exactly. had that job. And now I don't, there are a couple of people. Yeah, but. I don't. So I'm a news producer, but I was like, my title was researcher for a long while. And that's just not a thing at, say other shows other talk shows yeah. other like it's just Say, not like jimmy fallon does, exactly do they yeah i mean they have a they have one person so those tonight show late night ones because i know that because like that's what we are they have a person but like it's different levels for example 
um, you know, when like when we're researching, if we're like watching one of the other shows, we're like, oh, I wouldn't let Sam say that. I don't know. <laughs> that seems like a lot of opinion oh. to me based on little fact. I wouldn't I wouldn't let her say that. And so uh, like, yeah. yeah. So, we've, you know, you've got different standards because you're like saying different things. And sometimes it's just like one person uh, getting the script like a few minutes before and they can't. And then it goes to air. Like it's very quick moving, especially they have like five shows a week or. Well, and something like Sam B lives in this. Yeah, it's it's in between. Right. It's not CNN. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly not Fallon, right? Yeah. Like you need to have the credibility of a newscaster. Some people are that is genuinely where they are getting their information. You want to hold yourself to that standard, yeah. but also it is entertainment and comedy and has that rhythm. Uh, so, so you're making jokes, but you want to make sure those jokes don't violate exactly. uh, real information. Exactly. That is a, a, a very thin Fine needle line. to thread. Yeah, it's a it's um, and we always have this argument where they'll say something and it's like a joke, but it's inaccurate. And and mm. so you always end up with this. Oh, is this is this jokey enough? Is this is this, it's a joke, right? Like we can't we don't have to. It's a joke. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. like so many back and forth because oh. we because we I work with the head writers, but we decide what to take to them, right? Uh-huh. So within our, my department, um, and I've worked with two incredible people. Um, and so our little like research team is like that's that's a joke, right? Like we can we can let that <laughs> one go, right? Let's. Right. So if something's totally not accurate, but it's very clear that it, someone's clearly a like joke, right. making a joke, exactly. then you let it slide, yes. I guess. Exactly. Whoa. But it's like a line of like... We, we've had that in some of our videos and we've looked at each, ourselves and been like, ah, we'll let... Because exactly. our, first of all, Maybe our if standards... Maybe I were a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> our standards are not as high over here at Second Try. You know, we're, we're willing to... And I'm willing to like... Let something As long slide. as I tell you and you know what the problem is, because yes. it's not my name on the, it's not my neck on the line. <laughs> my job is just to tell you what's wrong. It's you decide. It's your show. It's yeah. like your thing. So like, you know, a lot, sometimes they're like, oh, can we just leave it in? And I'm like, look, I told you what was wrong. Leave it in. It's fine. It was crazy doing that Fauci video with you. So um, if you guys did not see months ago, we got to interview uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci and we, we knew we were going to have... 10 minutes of his time, I believe. 15. But yeah, it was tight. Th- it was 15, 15. But when I talked to Zoe, we, so she, I think he gave me like 20 pages of research. I We poured through. Maybe it was even more. But Yeah, so you don't have to read the research packets, but I do have to make one right, in, in right. order for you to like do the question. So I, I have to learn all of this. We had two packets. So I think yeah, you had so the you full had, packet, which was There was a full like research packet, pages. which was like very long. And, and then dead. we came Whoa. up with questions together. Yes. And then based on your interviews with Fauci, you came up with yes. answers to the question. And then what was also crazy. They were pretty accurate, too. And they were really yeah, accurate. Yeah. Like, so we were following you along. predicted his answers? Yeah. Because he's given so many interviews at this and point. Because what he's saying is science and fact. So mm-hmm. you know what he's going to say and how mm-hmm. he's going to say it. But here's what blew my mind the most is that Zoe's like, based on other uh, interviews he's done, his answers average, this I don't know if you minutes. recall. Oh, it was so long it, ago. It was, it was long. It was like 90 to 120 seconds. I was wow. able to get a pretty good average so of how much questions. for 15 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's like, okay, you have 15 minutes, but you don't actually have 15 minutes. You have six questions yes. plan to have 10 you're not going to get through them all he may answer like we were going through and it's like in this question he actually may end up answering these this two one. questions if he does strike those so we had this crazy like, like tree, decision tree yeah, decision exactly. tree where it was exactly. like okay it was so high stress and then i don't know if you remember this ned he came late yes i remember this because i was like wait oh does that boy. cut into the 15 like we i had no I, idea I was like, we were, does that cut into the 15 minutes that's not cool no man Come we on. had no idea how much time we were gonna have so we were just on the fly in a google doc press engagements back to back to back to back, back, to, back, back. to back so we're just sitting in a zoom room like waiting yeah. and then when he comes in it's like it's go time he's so great one thing that we couldn't predict was how he was going to react to a joke about vaccines being vouchers. 
Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah, you made him laugh. You did I, make him I laugh. I made him laugh. You that's, did make him laugh. That's I the saw only that. thing yeah. I remember from the internet. No, no, that was great. <laughs> okay, we were talking before about uh, the internet. It is the the wonderful endless well of information. Mm-hmm. It's also an endless well of misinformation. misinformation. Yeah. So, as someone whose job it is to get facts, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? But also to people out there, how can they be better at not uh, falling for bullshit? So there are some sources that the whole point of the source is to tell you whether or not something is accurate or inaccurate. If you're concerned, but how do I trust those? Snopes, you can trust. Okay. Snopes, you can Why? trust because they, the journalists that they have, at least like you know, like ProPublica people, like they, their whole point is to be correct. Mm-hmm. Their whole, like the whole, the whole point of Snopes existing is to find out what is factually true, and it will tell you. The you know you know mostly true not true and why and all the background and the details so they do their research and what I like about them is that they just present you with the information and the sourcing you know and so with no editorialization no no I mean they'll say whether or not they think the statement is true or not true or like whether the rumor is false or not but I like the fact that you can just look for yourself like there's a certain point where it becomes just you know a source a primary source. Like, uh, I know that, like there's a lot of times it's like, did this person say this? Well, there's video of him saying it and it's a real video. It's not a deep fake. So yeah, he did say it, you know? It must be a pretty uniquely infuriating time for someone like you to live through. I think for all of us. But like, did you guys see this bullshit? I don't know when this episode's coming out, so I apologize if this is super dated. But there was a story of a woman who did not want to take the vaccine because mm-hmm. she thought it would turn you into the zombies from yeah. Will Smith's I Am Legend. Did you yeah. see this, Ned? I did uh, not no. see this. This is a real legend. Uh, yeah, I saw it, man. You saw yeah. the movie. <laughs> so this is a real story. And then the newspaper had to correct it. And they said, actually, in the movie, uh, it was not caused by a vaccine. It was caused by a genetically mutated virus. Yeah. And then other people, including the screenwriter Kiva Gold- Goldsmith, Kiva Goldman, uh, quote tweeted and like, also, it's a fucking movie, movie. <laughs> that I wrote. It's yeah. not real. <laughs> and the fact that we had to do this many layers of yeah. fact wow. checking. Yeah. It, it was is, fact checking how the person was incorrectly yeah. attributing something to a movie. Yeah. It was like, wow. yeah, yeah so the, there are real people out there who do not want to get the vaccine because they think it'll turn you into a zombie yeah. from a movie. And the movie, that's not even how they become fucking zombies. And also, it's not that good of a movie. There, I said <laughs> it. It's fine. It's not even in Will Smith's top five. Big Will Smith fan. It's stupid. I'm so back. Fucking you take that back. All right, you're gonna go top you five Will Smith back. movies right now. You're gonna tell you, me it's in the top five. Men in Black one. No, you can keep that part of it. All right, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Can I just say one thing about Men in Black? I love Men in Black. Okay. <laughs> Here's I love Men in Black one. Like it's I know it by heart. Is there an uh, inaccuracy? Men in, in there? Black two and like it's so bad. It's like one of the few things that make <laughs> That makes something retroactively like it's so bad it ruins Ugh. the first movie for me. Do you know what I mean? I, and I, there are some sequels that do that where I am afraid to look at the sequel because I love the original so much mm. and I'm like I'm not like Men in Black two. I was so sad to watch it because Men in Black remember. one, which I oh it was so bad. Men in Black one I, is like one of those VHSs oh, that I watched yeah. so many times oh, that I knew I parts oh, by it's heart. It's so beautiful. It's I so beautiful. If you're the right age though, everything's good. Like yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I was twelve when the Star Wars. Prequels came out. It worked. And I was there talking with my friends, like, well, actually, a Gungan energy shield wouldn't <laughs> withstand a blast from a uh, a droid car. Man's <laughs> right. When he's right, he's right. Fact checked. I'm fucking uh, right. Actually, a Gungan energy shield would, um, but not if it's the small one. How do we fix the internet, Zoe? Um, I'm so mad. I got. I know, like you, you guys got me back to comedy, but like I'm so. I'm just. So you're mad. just mad. Well, mm-hmm. I, so I, mad. I don't think you. I because it's. 
it could have been a potentially wonderful thing, right? But it's it's the way society is. It's not you're not trying to fix anything, right? Because that's just like people are. And now you have this. They can be anonymous online, and it just like brings out the worst in people. And a lot of misinformation. I I am a big proponent of just education. Yeah. It's like it's when you let like education fall and people not think critically. Like you don't have to. Like you said, like the smartest people they don't know this stuff. You need to just learn how to take in information and process it. What responsibility do you think that large companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, et cetera, who right. are in many ways people's gateways to right. information have right. a responsibility to that's that's actually uh, a tough police. that's actually a tough question for me because I thought about it a lot and I do I do understand the argument of don't mess with this because um, you know, because it's just a forum. We're just a platform, and if we start monitoring it and we start like, it's you know, such a slippery slope. Yeah, exactly. So I actually, I do think that the people who created like Facebook and like social media, I think they created a monster that they didn't know was going to be like, you know, like something that's taken on a life of its own that they absolutely could not and did not predict, and so they don't know how to deal with it because no one thought this would happen. This is bizarre. <laughs> Um, but that's what happened, right? And it happened so quickly. And it happened so quickly and we're moving so quickly and we're diverging so quickly. Um, and it is fascinating to think about that. Like these companies, they have created something that they barely understand. And certainly our lawmakers who are what average age over 65, they certainly don't understand it. And so we can't rely on our lawmakers to, to regulate it, nor do we necessarily want to in some cases, but someone's got to, someone's got to be the big, the grown up in the room. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that any of us can wrap our brains around it enough to, to know how to, to navigate it safely. I think that, um, there are certain things we can do. I think there's personal stuff you can do. You know, you know, when, when you're like, you can be a, a consumer who is who mm-hmm. is informed and i think that's the best thing you can do on a person by person but when it comes to like how do i you know convince this person that they're not going to i am legend if they take the vaccine you know <laughs> like i i don't know the answer to that like i i can and human you know psychologically human behavior the more you show them evidence that what they are saying is not correct the more they'll take the heels yeah, so it's like really. it's not you can't argue your way out of it like I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I'll let you know if I come up with one. Hmm. Well, so what bums me out is, or I guess what scares me is that the people that hear your answer and go, yeah, that's a really good point. You know, I need to be more uh, discerning with the information I share. They're not the ones I'm worried about, yeah. right? Anyone who hears that exactly. message from you, I think already... I don't think your audience has is, yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's something about the internet that makes things feel so objectively mm-hmm. true. So when you when certain people see th- something shared on Facebook, they go, oh, this is a fact. fact. Uh, and, and I honestly, in a very small way, I've seen us interact with that in our videos sometimes too. Um, and certainly not ones you've worked on, right? But we once, we edited a video and the B-roll that we chose inadvertently created this effect in viewers' mind of like, oh, this is an objective truth as opposed to this is just something that this person believes. And the way that we present our experts in videos makes them really seem like yeah. they are experts. They yeah. are objective truths. And uh, I, I'm, I understand I'm talking very vaguely here. I don't want to throw a certain video under the bus. but I think I, you can talk about the, the pseudoscience video yeah, as a genre. Yeah. Right. As like, this is like a cool thing to try because some yeah. people do it and maybe they see benefits, maybe they don't. But... To, to state it as yeah. like 
you know. I think we is... did that for a video where I worked on it and I was just like, that's fine. You can say that. But here's the here's the, you know, like the, the asterisks at the end kind of thing. Yeah, there was one that. Uh, so the one you're thinking about, yeah. we brought you in because I made the mistake on one you did not work on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was just this realization of like, oh, we have a tremendous amount of power. If I yeah. have someone say this line yeah. and I pair it with this image because yeah. we just like to throw B-roll on yeah. stuff. It will create okay. this information in the viewer's mind of, oh, if I do this thing, I'm going to have this effect. Again, I understand I'm speaking very vaguely. I'm so sorry. Uh, but but that that's a real power. And so when you see stuff on social media, it has that same effect of like you see something and you go, oh, this is someone's giving me this information. It must be true. Oh, that's. I remember that um, just like what you were talking about, about the graphic, I remember there was something and I was like, no, this is the wrong nerve or this is that's not how that works. That's oh, not the funny. part of the brain. And I was like, no, can you can you change it? That's not what you're talking about. And it's like stuff where it's like, yeah, well, you're yeah, generally yeah. thinking science, you know, and it was like, I don't know, like a, the it was like the outline of a person's body. And they were like, you guys were showing like the nerves firing or something. And yeah, I was sometimes like, we pick B-roll that just looks vaguely scientific. Exactly. Yeah. And I but was like, it's not actually accurate. Yeah, exactly. And that's so like. To- Build space with a clip library that you have rights to. I'll talk since the one I was speaking so unbelievably vaguely. Throw I'll, I'll, it I'll, under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll speak more specifically about it. And if we want to cut it out, we can. Uh, we, we did this ice bath video, which came under fire for a couple of reasons. One, the, the expert who we brought in, who, while he is actually quite uh, revered in the area. But the ice bath community. Yeah. He has uh, a lot of red flags, including um, some very heinous uh, uh, anti-vaccine yeah. comments. Um, has talked about uh, how vaccines can cause autism, which ain't true, and also just a weird thing to say, uh, and was anti-COVID vaccines. And we didn't know that. We didn't do our research. Mm -hmm. That's on us. Uh, That's, yeah, I mean, like, it's just we were moving too fast. We didn't vet the expert. We saw that he was revered in the community. Mm -hmm. Like, great, let's bring him on. Yeah. that we fucked up but in that video we he was talking about how ice baths have their studies that link it to the reduction of something called brown fat mm-hmm. uh which is a certain type of fat and that is there actually are some studies it's limited studies sure. but there are some studies that support that do you disagree limited studies there's very limited yeah, studies, yeah like, limited studies I, I i remember that video i i didn't check that one but yeah I do, you, you were you did not work on yeah, that one yeah i didn't work on that one but i i do remember watching it and being like yeah, it's it's not a well I should say it's not a well studied thing and it's not something that is like scientifically proven in any any uh But a lot of, of what they said like was real. Like is, is there a are lot, yeah, yeah, like it it's but, but this specific moment we paired him saying that there have been some studies that link it to the reduction of brown fat with you know, we chose B-roll and the B-roll that was chosen was this like time warped uh image of someone who uh was obese like quickly slimming down. And so you you synthesize those two lines. You have this guy that we are projecting or, or presenting as an objective truth saying, if you take an ice bath, you're going to lose weight, which is not true and not what we meant to say. And because we're editing him out of context, we're just like, okay, we're getting to the information quickly. You pair it with that image mm-hmm. of someone slimming down. The viewer now has been given information that says, jump in cold water, you're going to lose 100 pounds. And that's like a weird <laughs> thing <laughs> and totally not what we intended, but that is what we presented. And... Uh, it was a moment where I saw like, oh, we were irresponsible there. We should have looked at that more carefully and we need to be more discerning with the information that we are putting out advertently and inadvertently. I have to say, though, like I want to give you guys credit. Like I you know, watch a lot of YouTube and I'm a fan of you guys. You guys are way more responsible than mm. a lot of. I just want to give you yeah. like well, your due also I mean, like your you guys really do try like like that. Like when you say that, you mean it like you do try to be and 
a lot of people don't. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know? I mean, a lot and, of people just yeah. say, turn off comments, fuck it. Move it is on. a balance because at the end of the day, you're just, we're like, well, then we're just <clears> really <throat> trying to show us screaming, jumping into cold water. And maybe <laughs> yeah, present yeah. a little bit of the like, well, some people do this every day. Why is that? What yeah. do they think they're getting out of it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think to, to not do that and to just purely focus on the gags and mm. the, the kind of impact of screams and stuff, mm. that's irresponsible. So we try not to. One thing that people may not know that we can do on YouTube that you can't do on the Samantha B show is uh, we can cut things out when we miss the mark. There's actually a feature that lets you like oh, slice and dice. Things. It's a new feature. Oh. It's a new feature. That is and it's cool. clutch. pretty great. That is if we clutch. fuck up like yeah. we did in this video, we can actually we found Post. every single clip where that expert was talking and we when we, and we clipped it out. That's great. And we're doing it in such a way where narratively the video still flows. It still feels like it's you know, not like jumping around. It's not the best video. It's not now. the best way to do uh, it. But, but it's <laughs> but at least we were able to take this, you know, this That's thing that we great. saw as harmful that we put out into the world and yeah. we're like, you know what? We're gonna fix this. And for people that still want to watch the video and just watch yeah. the scream, the yeah. video still exists. Yeah. Um okay. so we we were able to do that. But I, it was I something that, that I felt quite bad about. But that's how I feel about science and knowledge, right? It's like continually evolving and people think that because like you have a theory that gets debunked by another scientist that that means it was incorrect. It's like, no, that's how science works. You build on stuff. And when someone like figures something else you didn't figure out, that's you're all happy. Um, and that's how knowledge should work. It should be a rolling thing. Like you shouldn't, you should have the capacity to learn and change. Like just because why. you say something doesn't mean that it's, you know, set in goal and like, you know, you don't not allowed to change your mind or think differently. Mm. Yeah. People uh, hate being wrong. And I love it. I love learning. Mm -hmm. I love being like, oh, I thought I knew this thing. And now all of a sudden I, I know something new. And I, I don't know if it's just modern culture. If it is it somehow attached to machismo of like, I know stuff and fuck you. I've never been wrong. Like mm -hmm. why? Why? Yeah. People are dumb. You, why do you think you know everything? I think it's uh, that little last part that you said of people are dumb. Where <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when you hear you're wrong about something, mm. what you are hearing and perceiving is the other person saying you're dumb, mm. well, right. which that doesn't make you feel good. You're that dumb. makes you mm -hmm. feel kind of defensive. Mm -hmm. I'm not dumb. I, I am right about this thing. But uh, so maybe there's a different way of going about it. Ironically, when you're, when the you're more correcting you, someone, the more, you know, the less you think, you know, that mm -hmm. there's a there's a study yeah. about that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a real thing. So like the people who have a wider range of knowledge are less sure of it than the people who have a shorter range of knowledge. I, and so like the, the less worst. you know, the more like determined you are that it's correct. And the more you know, because you're, you know, you know all the variables and stuff, the, the less confidence you have, honestly. Mm. So it should so, be the less you yeah, know. Yeah, the less you know. <laughs> the less you know. If you person. think you don't know a lot, you might be smart. Yeah. If you think you know everything, I think that's oh, really I got bad true. news for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a perfectly accurate statement. If you think you don't know a lot, you're probably smart, right? <laughs> because mm -hmm. yeah. there's an implication that you're going to seek knowledge versus, yeah. you know, being like, I'm good. But that's why you're, um, but you're still unsure of it, right? Yeah. You still yeah, don't have exactly. that blind confidence. And to me, I'm like, oh, that must mean you're smart. So you said something earlier about when you are correcting someone uh, or telling someone that their worldview or facts mm -hmm. are incorrect mm -hmm. they dig in their heels mm -hmm. why is that and what is the way around it is it by, rather by kind of empathy building uh, I mean, that's a really good and question. kind of pivoting 
someone's own perspectives, wants and desires towards the truth rather than fake. I think the most important part is like having someone who's open to a conversation, right? Because if a person's not even there where they're willing to hear or like, because some people just go into it like, no, I know. I know. I don't need to know what you think you know. I know. Mm-hmm. And and I think that just having an open dialogue. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the answer to that is. I wish I did. Hmm. Well, so okay. I'll yeah. pretend to be the lady who thinks uh, the I am legend thing is going on. And okay. You guys yeah, try and convince okay. <clears throat> So why, why, what exactly do you think the vaccine is doing? I'll tell you what it's doing is it's just, it's like that Will Smith movie. It's gonna, it's gonna turn us all into zombies. What? I don't know. I don't Pitch. know the science of it, but I think not a, a lot of other people don't know either. Um, well, there, uh, there's a lot of people who do know a lot of science of it. I could tell you some of that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, because it's it's actually a safer vaccine because other vaccines have um, basically a weaker version of the virus that they put into your body and they make antibodies. And this one just sort of gives your body the information it needs to, m- to make antibodies. So the virus is never actually affecting you if you have this the mRNA vaccine. So like it's actually more safe because you can't get sick from it because they're not putting any part of the sickness in you, if that makes sense. They're not putting the sickness in they're me. Not they're putting, putting something the, in me. Yeah, so they're putting in you instructions about how to fight off the sickness, and it's literally that, instructions. That's not what Steven Crowder said. I just don't think we know enough for me to to risk it. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I have a job, I have a family. I mean, COVID's also a really I'm big so risk. I'm so mad at you, you right have now. a job and a family. <laughs> Okay, well, let me ask Ned's question another way. Um, and I, both of us, I look, we were looking at each other and we're like, I want to do this role play, but also what you're saying makes sense to me. So I, can't, <laughs> I don't even want to pretend to embody the person that doesn't. Oh, no, it. I could do that all day. I just feel like it's irresponsible for me as a content producer yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. to have to devote too much of a segment or a character that embodies those points of views. <laughs> but okay, so to ask another way, we were trying to, that's kind of asking about how in an interpersonal way okay. do you convince someone about misinformation. But Sam B approaches it like, when you guys are researching and and then you go team up with the writers, you're trying to create something that I imagine is not just speaking within the bubble of people that already yes. agree with you. And that's something that we yes. talk about a lot too when we talked about that with... Echo Chamber. Yeah, all of our videos. Like We don't want to just reach the people that agree with us. So how do you present information in a way that uh, yeah reaches outside that bubble? It's, it's really tough, especially with a TV show, because they're choosing to tune in or not, and they already think something about you or they don't. Yeah, I'm sure people already, yeah. Sam B, like, she already, she's in Hollywood, exactly. right? So they're going to assume, okay, well, she's actually. And we're, and you know, and we, um, yeah, we are really left and we don't, we don't really <laughs> hide that at all. Like, we have a certain tilt, but we're, because we're not news, we're a comedy show. Um, and we're allowed to do that. News organizations shouldn't do that. Um, but there's also something to be said about too much you know, evenness where it's like, don't, don't take this seriously. Come on. You're a serious journalist. He's talking. Come on. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the answers are. These are very good questions that I feel like if I could answer would like bring about world peace, but I have no yeah. idea we, how to do this. I'm trying to think what videos we've done. Cause we've certainly, we've had these conversations internally, both with you, but also before you entered our fold of trying to make some videos where we knew the aim was uh, yeah, going to an audience that was not our audience. There's a very, very interesting study um, that showed that if it's a very interesting study. So basically, it's uh, it shows that if you're given a math problem, right, um, and the math problem has a political bias, you actually, if you have, if you share that bias, you actually get worse at math hmm. when you when you share. So like, if it's like 
a math question about guns, right? And you have like a strong opinion one way or the other. Oh, you are more likely to get the math problem wrong. Yeah, if it even aligns though it's with just your a math problem. Yes, exactly. Wow. And that's really fascinating. So it's kind that of like this, this bias tilt. Um, I, this was I, I can send you the study. I think you would like it. Um, but mm-hmm. it's 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 really interesting how sometimes we to believe to keep believing what we believe will will circumvent a lot of stuff. Right. Cognitive dissonance, right? It's more comfortable for me to not confront the fact that I might be wrong about something. Exactly. And because it's like, because think about it, right? Because what is the, the, the benefit to you? You lose your community. You are become an outsider. Like a lot of people like these beliefs make up their, um, their, you know, sort of sociological makeup of like the people who are around them. They believe these things as part of their community, as part of their culture. Um, and so going against it, like you've, you've got no benefit to you. Mm. You know, you lose everything, gain, like get nothing. Like you're wow. not, you knowing this is not going to fundamentally change anything. So there's not a huge benefit, but you not knowing it does have really deep personal consequences. That, that makes a lot of sense yeah. where there's, there's true, real, like social impact yeah to uh changing your point of view because all of a sudden now you're the black sheep of your friend group your family exactly your society it's kind of like we need to create a virus of ideas (laughs) (laughs) a new idea that infects and replicates amongst subjects in society and turn me into a zombie? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling through uh, trying to remember what video I was thinking of. And I think it was when we made this video on uh, the Try Guys Try Immigrating to America. Mm. So this was uh, when Trump had just enacted the Muslim ban. He was mm. trying to ban people from... from uh, Muslim majority countries. Muslim majority countries. Thank you. I'm so nice to have a fact checker live <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so, you know, we looked together and we're like, how do we make something about this? How do we stand in solidarity? How do we say that this is fucking stupid, mm. but also uh, make a video that people who already who agree with the Muslim ban don't just turn it off. And so we framed it around an immigration quiz and we go, oh, that's funny. Okay, yeah. great. We're going to show that like, oh, even Americans can't even pass this quiz. Or I think we actually did. But then we did this whole role play where we brought people in. We we tried to lead with, emp- we led with comedy, which has a way of disarming people. And then empathy. We, we brought in real people. We gave them a face. We gave them stories. And then around two thirds of the way through the video, bam, we hit you with, these people are really cool, right? These people are really nice. Here is this policy that is going to totally fuck up their lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we totally succeeded. I imagine that a majority of the people that watched the video already agreed with us. But maybe, just maybe, our hope at least, yeah. was that we framed the video in a way that it reached people who didn't. Yeah. Um, and we've tried to do that a lot. I mean, a lot of our our early gender explorations, like they were comedy videos. But then the point of the video is, hey, you should think about the privilege you have as a man. You maybe haven't thought about it ever. So we've made you laugh. But also at the end of it, can you change the way you think even just a little, a little bit. bit? And I and I think you guys have we've had done some. I some do of that. think you've had a lot of positive change. Like just like thinking about stuff you've done. I remember you guys had like a prostate check video, and sure, I think yeah, your dad yeah. said that right. Like he's like even if one person goes to get checked because of this video, you've made a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and that's like you guys. You guys have. I mean, that's that's why I like reach out to you. You guys are great, and you try to live your values, which is rare and honestly the fact that you said that means it is an objective fact so yeah. i appreciate that. yeah wow yeah, that the fact. Fact. <laughs> i'll tell you what the uh the hr perspective and like uh management training tells you as to like 
how to change someone's mm-hmm. viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like we're having a conversation as like manager to employee and the employee is like upset about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the training that at least that I went through where it was telling to ask questions, right? To mm-hmm. kind of ask a lot of questions as to like what's the resistance around this thing? What are what are you hoping to achieve? What are your what are your goals? And then to kind of pivot and frame the thing that you're trying to get them to do in terms of what's in it for them, what's what like why it will be because yeah. if you just come in and be like you know yeah. what's the benefit to you we yeah. we you gotta we, you, you you're fucking up we gotta have you do this like yeah you can do it that way but it might not actually result in them doing that mm-hmm. or it might kind of be also you want people to want to do what you want like you know right. like if there's, right, right. there's you have a good reason yeah like they should either see that or you can like you know, point out what would be the benefit to them, which is sort of like with this thing is like, there's no benefit to you. You just get hurt. So like, why would you do it? Well, so then I would say for someone who's trying to persuade an unvaccinated family member mm-hmm. or friend, I ask them questions as to what their, what their, what their, <laughs> what their resistance is and yeah. then try and like pivot as to what's the benefit for them. I think a great right? point thing to point out there would be like how, how bad COVID is because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like people are like, Oh, the vaccine is going to be worse. I'm like, no, whatever. It's not worse. And I think that's like a benefit to you, right? Mm-hmm. You pointed it out before, but the the whole idea of mild cases, mm-hmm. I think maybe has been, the, has done us a disservice yeah, as a culture. The mild cases is people they don't send to the hospital yeah. to be on a respirator, but be be certain it is real. Like it's, it is yeah, not fun. You are wrecked. You I are think that's absolutely one of the wrecked. times that I think through COVID, uh, uh, sci- scientific jargon has in. Yeah. Some cases worked against us. Mild right? makes me think of salsa. <laughs> I can house down some mild salsa. But if you tell me I'm going to be like hacking and mm. can't, like, no, it's, can't it's, move for yeah. days it's so much on pain, end, weeks. Can't breathe. Can't, it's gonna, even if you get through it, it's, it's not fun. And not you fun. should protect yourself and your community. It's not a personal decision. It's a decision you're making for yourself and for the society that you live in. Um, Cause yeah, I, I don't. Know, I feel like a lot of people go, "Well, it's a personal choice." I'm like, "It's not it's a personal not. choice." No, you're part of a community, and we're part of a society. You're making a choice for those around you. I think we should pay people who get vaccinated. Who I think we should pay people who have already been vaccinated. Can you oh, imagine yeah. what it's like being in a third world country where they don't? They're trying to buy the vaccine they're, and they're giving it away for here, here for free, and well, yeah. people aren't taking Docking. it and they're Is trying it, to get. I think we went to a in baseball Vietnam, game in you Vietnam. You need to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, Viet- there are countries you know where you absolutely need to pay, and the countries that don't have it. You need to pay to get a vaccine, yeah. they, and people are clamoring for it. People who can't afford it are paying for it, and we're like, "I'm good." The disrespect. Your story. Sorry. Oh, I just Zach and I went to a baseball game. Actually, it was Wes's first Dodger game, which oh. was adorable. He ran the bases at he the end. He ran the bases he at did? the end. Oh, for, wow. Yeah, it was so fun. And in the seventh inning stretch, like in the kind of breaks in between, they were like, and if you come down to concourse A, B, C, or D, or E, or F, or G, you can get a free code shot right now. Wow. And then they were like, oh, that's so cool. Wait, does that mean people here aren't vaccinated? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm full on like I'm going on record. I'm going to say that we we just need vaccine passports to get into anything fun. I think I think that's the yeah. way to do it. It's just you can't you can't get into anywhere. This is my this is my thing. You're like as fact you're like that's bad for this reason. I'm like you can't come anywhere fun mm-hmm. unless you can't prove go that you're to a concert, which can't go to a baseball I game. do know that there are people who cannot get vaccinated for genuine medical reasons and uh, okay, so so we'll come up with a, a 
workaround for them. But also, so so mm. I think, did Biden say he wanted to suggest paying people who have not gotten it yet? I don't, I'm not sure. I, I thought he said that. To get it. To get it. To get but it. I think, as yeah. you said, I think we should do the opposite. Give a stimulus to everyone who has been vaccinated and then anyone who hasn't been vaccinated is going to be like, well, shit, I got to do that. And Zoe also is looking like that's a bad idea. And no, I would love no, to no, know no, why, no, Zoe. I'm not going to put Colts in this. This is, <laughs> sounds good to me. All right. Wait, wait, why doesn't it sound good to you? Um, Really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. for the vaccine passport thing, that's also... The slippery slope, right? Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, what other stuff do I have to put on there as far as like privacy? I'm a big mm. privacy and data person. I do think you should get the vaccine, but it's a little like, you know, where are your papers, where are your, you know, stuff like sure. that. And it gives people, it gives like, so if you are saying that, Aren't we like who's past the check point of no return with privacy though? Aren't we all like carrying microchips in our, on us all the time? Right. So you have a GPS tracking you all the time, which is why it's ridiculous to think that they're putting a microchip in the yeah, vaccine because yeah, you're yeah, carrying yeah. around a GPS. But I can, I still have the 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 thing to put my phone down, right? Like Armin. But so say who would be checking these passwords? Was it police? So then would they be just checking yeah, passwords? Like the would they be checking um, illegal immigrants? Would they be checking mm, for like other that. things? Would they be targeting certain communities and certain groups? Like, yeah, I don't it's, like that. I'm more talking like Live Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that yeah. you need your passport to move freely as a person. I'm just like you can't come to a Dodgers game unless you've proven to me you've that proven you've proven to me. Yeah, I mean, you could you could definitely was, do that. It's possible. We did it for the Vax Live event, this yeah. concert with yeah. uh, you know the concert to reunite the world, which yeah. we did six months ago, and the world <laughs> was not reunited. We failed. That, Damn it, it. J Lo! You're supposed to reunite the world. Um, give it time, but man. There was you like this you know, app based thing where you had to have a negative COVID test. And maybe that's not realistic for, you know, every single NFL game. That's just, not a bad idea. Yeah. I do think like if you're congregating in a large group, it's not unreasonable to be like everyone be vaccinated. Here's what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm a very selfish person. Mm -hmm. I want to go to a music festival so badly. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to go to one in October and they just keep canceling them. Yeah. Okay. So, so that uh, jazz fest, mm -hmm. which is in new Orleans mm -hmm. in October mm -hmm. got canceled. Stevie Nicks, who is headlining a bunch of festivals in October, gotcha. just said that she's canceling all her shows for the rest of the year, Dang. which I think is really responsible because she, even though she's vaccinated, she's of, she's older, yeah. she risk, uh, uh, she has an older fan base, very responsible Stevie Nicks. That said, I want to see some concerts and so people get your shit together. This is all I care about yeah. here. I don't care, like I'm past the point, I only have so much empathy. And I, at this point, I just want to see a concert. That's what's m motivating me. Well, I mean, that's the frustrating thing, right? Because if, if everyone would just get on board, we could get to normal quicker. <sighs> and you're making mm. it more difficult. We were so close. Yeah, that's we were so close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, persuasive point. Yeah, we could like, get to normal quicker if you just if you just got with the program. And it's not anything untoward. And it really is a population health thing. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. But a lot of ridiculous. these communities, like, you know, I'm from Florida. Yeah, I mean, they never change. Jacksonville right? was yeah. hosting like live USC events in February. That's yep. like the, the community is already back to normal. And any to suggest otherwise is. Yeah, that's a good point. Some ding dang politician forcing you to do something that's taking away your freedom. You know what I just realized? We're uh, uh, 55 minutes into this episode. Oh, and um, I, as the miles, never adjusted the cameras. Uh, <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm like, why is Ned so little in that frame? Oh, mm. I'm so little. Nah, that's I not me. Huh? I'm just with my pillow friends. <laughs> and uh, definitely a little blown out. Uh, but so how do I look? A, you look great. Okay. I'm looking at that. And I'm like, Zoe, Zoe's for a frame. podcast. I've got a face for podcasts. Well. <laughs> so very happy with that. Uh, well, geez. What a fun time to talk about how frustrating the world is. Yeah. I mean, it's been frustrating for a while. So what? Uh, 
back to some fun stuff. What should the Try Guys try, in your professional opinion? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I think you guys should go to space. I think that there's uh, yeah. a way to do it, and there's a way to budget it. And um, I got some ideas. I think you should do that. So we, that's been on our bucket mm-hmm. list forever, mm-hmm. since I, the beginning. We, we know how to make it happen. We, like, we, okay, let's just do it. Okay. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Do you think Maybe it's been tainted? Funny. Yes, I do think it's been tainted, but I think that by the Elons and the Branson. So that's so I think that when you do it, don't don't be the Elons of it. Be the everyman of it. Don't don't get a seat on that thing. Don't pay five million dollars for a thing. Yeah. So I think there's ways to do it. It was just the everyman way to do it, and I think that's what you should do. My whole thing about if we wouldn't be space technically. No, I know it'd be like the upper atmosphere. Would you let us call it Try Guys Go to Space if we just go to? Yes, I would let the title be Try Guys Go to Space if you went into the stratosphere. All right, all right. So we you were part of the orbit. That's good enough. My whole thing about making a space video is that all to me, all space exploration should ultimately be about how uh, life in space is not fun or sustainable right? and not Why something that any of us should delving? want. And, and people like don't people this are like, is the oh, planet we'll, we have. Take care of it. You dumbass. Yeah. People are like, oh, we'll go to Mars. I'm like, do you have any idea do you how go hard it is to keep life? <laughs> you want to be growing poop, poop potatoes like Matt Damon in the Mars? Yeah. You don't want that. You can't even have poop potatoes. You don't understand. We're so far away from poop potatoes. Dude, I wish life we could on have Mars would suck. I want you to just imagine. Just go outside, go outside for a so walk. Hard. After this podcast is done, just go outside. <laughs> breathe in some fresh air. You'll never have that again. You'll never have that again. I don't know. I think it's dope, man. It's not dope. It sucks. It's dope. I think space exploration is dope, but you got to be realistic about it. It's not within. It's not our future. It's not the future of mankind. It's not the future of mankind. Or if it is, it's it's because we fucked up. Anytime you look at a rocket taking off, it's it's inspiring as hell. Yes. And I'm fully on board with that because it's like, like. And also some of the most brilliant minds in the world are working on yes. that and it shows like wow look what we can do when we come together but i just take i take umbrage with the idea that like oh the point of ex- space exploration is that we can trash this planet and go somewhere else uh-uh absolutely no. if anything it should is be that the what opposite. people are saying well that's just kind of always in the back of people's mind like oh we're gonna go to space and then we'll go live is. somewhere else and it like so who cares is. what happens there? that's the that's the subtext it mm. definitely is the subtext i've definitely heard people like talk like that, and i'm like you don't know no, this you is, don't want this that. is your best chance as, as continuing to live and your species. Yeah. Okay, um, what else should we make? Oh, um... I Try think guys that, terraform Mars. <laughs> want to. I think that a lot of the stuff that you do is really interesting stuff that you do. Like, I loved it when you guys, like, traveled and, like, what we're doing in Alaska and, like, all that stuff. Like, that's, like, really, really fascinating stuff. And I love that stuff where it's things that you can learn also. Okay, here's our, mm. our closing plea. Go to... If you have a parent... Perhaps even you. I, I assume, you dear family. listeners, if you if you are listening, you are in the vaccinated group because you're cool. Yeah. But if you maybe perhaps your parents don't want to do it. You if say, you're hey. not, you probably turn it off. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> legend lady. You go, mom, dad, I want to see the Try Guys go do more travel videos. They're funny. They fill me with joy. They make your son and our daughter happy. Go get vaccinated so the Try Guys can travel again. Thank you. Mm. That's fair. Do it for Zach. Do, do it, it for, so that Zach can go to a concert. So Come that on, I guys. can make cool videos. It's been a tough year. Don't you want to see some sick well, content yeah, yeah. on on the gym and the Try Guys gram? Right. You know? Come right? on, man. It's time for our elder to give us some advice. Normally, we have Miles, the least experienced member, give advice. That'll go for Miles. Well, okay. We should say, Zoe, your mom has been here uh, mm-hmm. quietly listening, mm-hmm. occasionally nodding mm-hmm. uh, the whole time. Would you like to give her an introduction? Yeah, sure. So this is my mom. She's awesome. Uh, you're going to love her. Her name is Shirin Malik. Um, and yeah, she's going to give you some world-weary advice uh, for you and your lives to make it better. <clears throat> it's advice that's so hot, it'll be Siren with Shirin. Shirin.
Oh, that's very a, nice. That's better. Very I was going nice. to do like advice that you'll like with Sheeran Malik. Malik. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was try it. Malik. All right. We didn't really prompt you for this, but this is your chance to give the audience yeah. advice. Come on over. <clears throat> you got to speak right into this thing. We all are human beings, so we have to live together. No fighting, nothing. It's very hard on our side, like Pakistan and all Afghanistan. So I, I really want them to live peacefully. Everyone, everyone. And it's not good to be fighting with each other. That's the best advice we've ever gotten on yeah. this show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's that one time Miles said, you know, about shoelaces. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. normally, you know, good. sometimes we talk about grapes too, but yeah. I'd say... A candle. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. This Thanks was for being delightful. Here. Thank you so much for uh, letting me go on and on. Yeah. Be discerning with the information you see online. Mm -hmm. Be discerning with the information you share online. Mm -hmm. And there's no need to fight. Be, Be careful what you comment because I might check it. <laughs> 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 and Zoe, where can the people find you? Oh. Um, you don't do social media. No, I don't do social yeah. media. Yeah, so your guys are going to be um, going to find me in the video we're going to do today. Oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to make a video um, with Zoe today. If you Google, actually, if you just Google Zoe Malik, um, you'll see a bunch of articles that I've written and some stuff and LinkedIn stuff. But you don't, you don't have to go find me. I'm fine with you not knowing who I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to seek me out. It's, don't I'm, find I'm good. Me. I'm good. Don't find me. I'm good. It's I okay. Love it. That's the way to be. <laughs> Ned hit us with the official tripod theme song. Well, <laughs> you gotta check your facts and check them once. You gotta check your facts, check, check them again. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> can get fucked. Nice. It's the tripod. That was wow. good.